Hi, friend. You are listening to the Finding Something Real podcast, a podcast created especially for someone who's not sure about relationship with Jesus Christ. My name is Janelle Wood, and while I have a background in counseling and ministry with women, the truth is I've been through my own seasons of questioning my faith. So if you've ever struggled with not being sure where you belong, or you felt like you were faking faith, or maybe a friend just shared this episode with you and you are feeling a little wounded or skeptical of all things God-related right now, welcome. This podcast is just for you. Finding Something Real is about a journey towards restoration, eternity, authenticity, and love. My passion is Jesus Christ, and for me now, After having been through some real ups and downs on my own faith journey, I believe Christ is the hope and the answer to this world more than ever. But don't take my word for it. Listen to my friends as they share their own grace-filled journeys with you. My prayer is that if you haven't already, you'll find something real too. Welcome back to the Finding Something Real podcast, friends. This is your host, Janelle Wood. And I am so thankful because today, my voice is getting cracked up just even thinking about it. Today, I am very lucky or blessed or just um, happy to say that I get to chat with an old friend, um, somebody that I love who feels like family um, and has been on this podcast before. She was here co-hosting with me in April 2021, Um, and then again in January of this year, we replayed those episodes, and we did an additional Patreon episode. Um, So we've recorded like seven episodes together here on this podcast, and I I just love this young woman. She is um, she is an inspiration to me. She's um, constantly. trying to uh, just encourage others, but also um, is really, really interested in who Christ is. And um, it's been beautiful to behold some of uh, her journey here on the podcast. And just in our private conversations, I just really appreciate her. Um, So welcome back to the podcast, Dakmar Vandewijhart. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Did I pronounce your name right? Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> Say it for anyone who actually can pronounce it. It was so it's so close. Like what's the difference really? Just minor. Real minor. Okay. We'll stick with that. <laughs> how do, how is Dakmar how I say it different than what you say? We've talked about this before, but what is the difference? It's kinda like the G. Like mm-hmm. in Dutch we say like G. Mm-hmm. Dakmar. It's more like G, I think. Okay. So I think that's the difference. It's more like a throat thingy. Okay. So you have me, a lot of hard sounds. Let me try it again. Let me try one more time. Dakmar. Yeah, but now you're in Sky like Dakmar. Like it's a K instead of a G. <laughs> <laughs> that's not right. Okay, say it one more time. Dakmar. Dakmar. Think of it as like C H. Dakmar. Yeah, better. Oh, okay. I'll, I can think of that. Okay. All right. Well, welcome back, Dakmar. 
I love you, and I love that you smile every time I mispronounce your name. It makes me feel good. <laughs> um, how have you been doing? I've been okay. I've um, actually I've stopped with um, my study that I was doing. Um, I've been just taking some time to focus on my mental health and um, getting to where I want to be and realizing my priorities and setting those straight. So, yeah. Yeah. So we'll talk about that in just a minute. Um, you came on the podcast back in April, like I mentioned. Um, you shared some of your story. For those who aren't familiar, and we'll definitely link all those episodes in uh, the show notes, but um, real briefly share uh, your background. You're not from America, obviously. Um, you live in the Netherlands. And um, if you want to just recap like if you were given one paragraph to share your recap what would it be uh well my recap is i was uh brought up in the netherlands which is a mostly uh gosh what was the name again not secular atheistic but yeah agnostic mm-hmm. agnostic country um where i was baptized and did like a other few um catholic stuff mostly um, but I stopped having my faith in probably around high school. Um, but it also always drew me, like God always drew me, like it was also always still on my mind, like what if it is real? Um, so then I started chatting with Janelle about it when I came to America to visit my sister who lived there. Um and well, eventually she invited me over on the podcast and we talked with uh, different people on a lot of hard questions for me, like what about Christianity and sexuality or um, what about the evolution of humans, um, science and Christianity um, together? What about those stuff? How to fully believe while you're in a secular country? all stuff like that. What about the Bible? Why should we believe what it says? How should we think about what it says? So all of those subjects were mentioned in the previous podcast, which was a lot, but it was, (laughs) it was very interesting. And um, yeah, just eye opening in some parts. And I loved all the people we chatted with. Basically, all of them reached out to me. Hmm. Um, Or uh, gave me an option to reach out and Justin even sent me his book Justin Barley he sent me his book like I still haven't read it but (laughs) really looking forward to reading it um yeah so that's kind of the recap I think yeah that was great yeah in fact um you you were 15 when you came out here and visited uh and saw where your sister was living we were living in Othello Washington at the time I don't remember um, having a lot of uh, like spiritual type conversations with you during that time, although I think we did have a couple. Um, yeah, you're nodding your head. But then in 2019, when my mom and I went to the Netherlands, um, and I'm sure you remember this, um, I wanted to go to church because your sister had told me churches here are not the same. 
Um, it's really hard to find a church uh, that uh, nobody like worships like they do in the United States. And it's very different, Janelle, and da 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 da, which I, I will not argue with your sister. She was, I'm sure she's right, um, per usual. <laughs> but um, I found this um, church online, uh, City Church in uh, Breda. And I reached out to them just on their website. And a guy named Jonathan had responded to uh, my questions in English. And because the website at the time, it no longer is, but at the time it was completely in Dutch. So I had no idea what they believed, but I wanted to know like more about their church. And he was very gracious and kind. And so one night um, in April 2019, we were in uh, your mom's house where you are right now. And we were sitting in the living area and we started talking about, um, you know, these plans to go to this church. And I mentioned that this really nice guy named Jonathan had responded. And I said something like, my favorite name is Jonathan. And you uh, made some sarcastic response, uh, which was super funny. And you're like, but none of your kids are named Jonathan Janelle. Like, how did that happen? (laughs) If that's your favorite name. And I think I told you that um, Brian had vetoed it. And then I shared with you why. And I'm sure we've shared this story on the podcast before, but I, there's a reason I'm mentioning it right now. And I talked about my youth pastor, Jonathan Schmidt, who completely impacted my life because he he loved the Lord with all his heart and it poured out in his love to others. It was just just very compelling and beautiful. Um, he was the embodiment of love in my life. And when I was a teenager, um, to be mentored and led um, by somebody who was so inclusive of people, who was so on fire for Jesus, who demonstrated the difference that Jesus made in his life, um, I was so drawn in. Um, and anyway, so we had this really do you remember? It was like um, a solid like 30 minutes, I think, me sharing about this guy from my past, random uh, at the time, Jonathan Schmidt. Do you remember that? You're nodding your head. Yes. Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> and it was so crazy because at the end of that conversation, I looked at you and I was like, I don't know why I just shared all of that with you, but I just had to. And a couple weeks later, um, Jonathan Schmidt, um, when I was back in the United States, um, found out that he died in a tragic car accident. Um, you know, one day he was just on the freeway and one minute he was here, one minute, the next minute he was gone. Um, and I wrote a whole blog post about it, um, where I even talked about you in that conversation. Um, I'll link it in the show notes. My favorite name is Jonathan. And, um, The reason I'm mentioning it now is because last time you were here on the podcast in April, not the last time, but in April 2021, um, it was so interesting to me that we recorded the final Patreon episode um, between you and I on the two-year anniversary of Jonathan's death. And um, when you and I had that conversation... um, we it was it was a real real conversation because we were talking about all these c- people that we had had on the podcast that you just mentioned, you know, Julia Garshagen from Germany and Justin Brierley from the UK and um, Lindsay Medenwald from the US and 
Josh White from Portland, which is from the U.S. too, but kind of a subset of the U.S. in a lot of ways, you know, and who am I forgetting? One other person I think we had on. I mean, we had quite a few people. Um, maybe it, it was just the four. Um, but we were talking about um, knowing Christ. And several times you said to me, it was just so compelling, all these things that these guys said about Jesus. Um, you remember that conversation? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In fact, I even like wrote out uh, some of the things you said, because I just wanted for people who are not um, following this podcast on Patreon, which you totally can, by the way, um, just go to my website, uh, click on support. Um, but here are some of the quotes from that conversation between you and I at the end of um, our journey last time. Um, you said in regards to what you learned about faith, it's so different from what people used to tell me when I was growing up. It's been really interesting, and it's really great to have a platform where you can ask anything you want. Um, what you said about Yulia Garshagin um, when uh, she I, she had said something about why she wouldn't want to wait until her deathbed to come to Christ. Um, and you said, what I can see from other Christians, like from the people that I talk with now, it's just, it's so much. It moves them so much. Um, and then you shared uh, some examples there. Um, and you went on to say, I mean, that doesn't happen. You don't just do that for no reason. Um, so it makes sense that you wouldn't want to miss out on that. Um, and then on the episode with Justin Brierley, you said, mainly what I took away from that is how can something be so beautiful at random? And on what you learned from Josh White, um, as humans, we're all sinners at the very core. This is from you. Like, we're not going to change that. But the fact that there's a God out there who would love us, even on our worst days, that's just amazing. He went on to say that part about Jesus dying also for the victimizer. I think for me, that's very compelling. Um, so we had a real, like, spiritual conversation that last, uh, that last episode. Um, is there anything you want to add to anything I just shared? I mean... Um. No, I think you summed it up pretty good. Pretty it, good. Was, it was intense, right? It was a yeah. little intense. Yeah. And do you remember? Um, I don't remember if we recorded this part or because I, I didn't go back and listen before this episode. But do you remember saying to me something along the lines of, um, I know where the window is if I want to go through it? Remember? Yeah. That? Yeah. And that might have been when we were we were actually recording. We got off the f uh, phone, um, intense conversation. I'm just going to be totally honest about this with whoever's listening. And I think it was like two hours later. Was It, it was a couple hours later. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, when we recorded, I don't know how much I knew about the fact that <laughs> it was the same, like the anniversary of Jonathan's death. But I went online and I think I read something about um, Jonathan about how, you know, he didn't know that his time was up. And um, I called you back later, like privately. And I was like, Doc Mar, are you sure um, you're not there yet? <laughs> I said, you just never know when your time. And I, I talked about Jonathan. And it was that was even more intense. And I don't know. 
I'm not going to apologize for it now because it was totally like honest. It wasn't like me trying to man- manipulate you. But looking back, I'm like, man, that was intense. But um, do you remember that too? Yeah. <laughs> what did you think when I called you? <laughs> I think it was more like just also you needed a friend. Mm-hmm. You just heard of the loss of someone very close to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just, I was trying to be there for you. And mm-hmm. it was a lot because, well, we were still having a very spiritual conversation. But, um, yeah 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 i i remember being like i don't think it's by accident that we're recording this the same day i re-recorded it um and that was it for a little while and then you and i started reading the bible together for a little bit uh we still are technically but we haven't done it for a while we started reading john um and then uh, we recorded recently, and that was really beautiful as well. And, you know, even you saying that that was uh, you trying to be my friend in that moment, like, <laughs> here I am calling, like, Dogmar. <laughs> like, you just never know. And um, you you were, you were a friend in that, in that space. And even when you could have been like, Janelle, this, you're a little, you're a little extra right now. Um <laughs> But uh, you weren't um, like that with me. So I just really am grateful for you. And you weren't afraid to come back on here. Um, and why not? Um, I think the honesty, like in everything, everything is like you can ask anything you want. And um, the conversations are open and I'm just very grateful for you and you asked me to come so I will um, <laughs> but also I enjoy the conversations and I love hearing different perspectives and someone else's opinions and I'm not afraid to share my own um, so yeah just like I said before I just think it's a great platform because you can ask whatever you want and share your opinion and have someone else share their opinions with you. Yeah. So tell me where you're at now in terms of your spiritual journey. Like, where do you find yourself currently? I think I'm still at that spot where, like, I know where the window is, but I'm not ready to go through it yet. What do you think is holding you back? Um, I think the change of it all, like, especially with, uh, Yulia, she said like it changes you so much. And I think that kind of scares me also in a good way, but also in a, like, what do I have to, for what I feel like what I see right now, it's like giving up stuff. And maybe if I actually go through the window, it won't feel like that at all anymore. But that's what it seems like now. And yeah, I just don't feel ready for that change yet. Yeah. So it was interesting because we're recording this in uh, late February. And 
Yesterday, my husband and I stayed home from church and we listened to Door of Hope in Portland, Oregon. So we listened to a sermon by Josh White, who was on here talking with you about the gospel last year. And um, I'm actually going to send you the sermon because I thought of you when I was listening to it. It was really good. Um, But he was sharing about um, somebody in his life who had just passed away um, and sharing about uh, before he became a Christian, um, he didn't use the analogy of a window, but he said, he goes, I think one of the reasons why I didn't, like, I, I was at a point where I believed it, but I didn't want to like fully give myself to it. And he said, the reason partly for me was because there was part of me that was afraid that if I gave myself to it, it wouldn't be enough. Um, and he said, uh, <laughs> he went on to say a bunch of things about that. But when he said that, I thought of you and I wondered, is any of that your experience, do you think? It could be. It really could because I know that um, I feel like I'm not enough in general life a lot. So it could be that that's also inflicted into the being scared. Because it inflicts in a lot of my life. Where do you think that comes from, you not feeling like you're enough? Gosh, um, I don't know. I've been bullied. Maybe that has something to do with it. Um, I have low self-esteem. So that probably also has something to do with it. And um, also, I am also a bit of a perfectionist. So kind of those combined, I think. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, a lot of that resonates with me. Uh, You know, I, I was, especially as a young woman, really, really hard on myself. Um, And, and still have like that natural tendency. Um, But on the outside, and, and this is where our stories are different. I could pretend like I understood the concept of grace. Like I, like I could pretend that um, I, I mean, I knew who Jesus was and I wanted to follow Jesus, but on the inside, I was just like, um, I'm not enough. I'm not enough for this to not happen. I'm not good enough for this person to not leave me. Um, I'm not enough for this thing to not happen in my life. And if I just try harder, maybe it will be enough. And so um, I just kept trying harder and harder and crashing and burning over and over again. Um, And so even though, you know, as someone who grew up in a Christian home and gave her life to Christ at a very early age, I really didn't come to that place of surrender until I was in um, my early 20s where I was just like, I'm, I'm done trying on my own. Like, Jesus, I need you to be who you actually are. Like, I, I, I have to give this to you because I can't do it. Um, but that feeling of like, I'll never be enough, it's a familiar feeling. So when you're saying it, and we're looking at each other's eyes, and I can see that we both know what we're talking about, like, I, I understand what that feels like. Um, and it's exhausting. So anyway, and just a little preaching there for you, Duckmore. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
but I'm sorry that you're struggling with that. I think it's a very common struggle, but it doesn't make it any easier when you're going through it. No, that's true. But yeah, I'll get there eventually. Yeah. Um, you have some great questions about faith. And so um, you filled out this little survey. Um, and I, I love how you answered. But you made that. me take again. Oh, I didn't. I said if you want to add things, you could. Um, I love how you uh, filled out this part. Share briefly about your faith journey. You already know all about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true story. Um, but this question, what? What are some questions um, or doubts you may have about Christianity or belief in general? Um, how do you know you're ready to take the leap of faith, literally? That was your first question. Tell me a little bit more about that. Well, as I said, like I'm standing at that window, but I'm still scared. And that scaredness, like that fear, fear is holding me back. And... I'm wondering like how much of it is um, me not being ready and how much of it is just having to take that leap of faith. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it'd be good to have somebody on here who's been there, done that. Yeah. Yeah. Who can share from their own experience maybe. Yeah. I I think that's a great question and it's um, an important one because there is a leap of faith, right? I mean, it's there. It's always going to be that. When people say, well, I have to be convinced beyond any reasonable doubt. Like, well, you're always going to have that element of taking a leap, but I'm going to mm-hmm. trust someone to catch me. I'm going to trust that he's going to catch me. Um, it's a great question. Okay, this is a great one, too. Um, and actually I already have uh, a couple that's <laughs> I've already reached out to my assistant has already reached out to about, uh, coming on and, and sharing on this topic. So I'm very excited about it. Um, how do Christian people generally integrate their faith into their lives, especially if they didn't get into faith until later on share about that? Um, well, I think that for me like because this is the second time coming onto the podcast like the hard questions about the faith um internally like the questions that i had that make me like doubt i think most of those have been answered and like in turn in in the way of can i believe this i solved that but right now for me it's like how can I believe this? How will this integrate into my life? How can I actually take that step? And for me, like, how do people integrate it into their lives is also something um, I I need to be able to see. Like, of course, I'll make my own um, little version of it, but um, I need to be able to see, like, how can I integrate this into my life if I choose to take the leap of faith? Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I think for me right now, the questions that I have are more about uh, how do you believe than can I believe? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. These are different types of questions than what you asked before. Um, 
The final one that you have here is what are some things that hold a lot of people back in their relationship with God? Do you mean like growth of their relationship? Like you take that leap and then what keeps you from growing forward? Is that share a little bit yeah. more about that? Yeah. Like, like what holds them back from growing in their relationship or what makes it like, I'm just going to put this bluntly. What makes it a half-assed relationship? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't know how to say it differently. Lukewarm. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. What are some things that make it a relationship, but not a real relationship? I think. Mm -hmm. I love these questions. Like I loved the questions before and I love all the, the questions that come up on this podcast, but I love these ones because they're like what you said, they're a little different. They're at a different place. You're at a different place than you were a year ago. You're like, okay, maybe I really can believe this. And maybe Jesus is as compelling and beautiful as uh, he looks from the outside looking in. But like, how do I actually take that step? Like, how, how do you choose that? Um, and I, I'm just excited to hear people share about their own experiences taking that step. Um, and what difference that's made in their life. And yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to reaching out to some people about these topics. Um, and then I wanted you to share about something because um, you said, what gives you hope? Or I asked, what gives you hope? That's one of the questions on the survey. And do you remember what you shared? No. You said animals. I want you to tell me about animals giving you hope and what that's what that's like um i think what gives me hope about animals is that they can give such a they, they have sometimes such a simplistic way of life but they still take every chance they get to show love and their growth is so plain sometimes like you can't actually see their growth like for example i do horse riding and i am also like sort of training a horse and you can really see like the growth in the riding that um it has it really does take a few steps back and then a few steps forward and it shows me, for example, that I've been training her since she was, gosh, like five years old or something, and she was barely ridden before. And I can see so much um, progress also in, um, like, handling her. There's so much changes going on, and sometimes I just feel back to when I was, like, saddling her up or something in the beginning she would also always move from left to right and left to right and always dodge the saddle and now she just stands still and she waits for me to put it on and sometimes just that like i did that it gives me hope like i can make like a, a friendship and a bond with an animal that's like all also other than horses but this just came up um and they are also creatures just like you and me and they can learn and they can thrive 
and they can be happy and they can give love. So it would stop us from doing mm-hmm. the same. Mm-hmm. It's interesting with animals, they don't really become self-conscious like human yeah. beings do. It, their self never gets in the way. They just are free. They have this confidence in who they are and they're able to share that with the world, right? Like, Yeah. 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 I talk about that sometimes with my kids. I'm like, and I've shared this on the podcast, but uh, Kelly Lindsay, a couple of years ago, she came on here, a friend of mine. She said, my confidence comes from alignment. And she was talking about like her alignment with uh, God and like how she can feel confident in who she is because of who he is. And I think animals are like this beautiful example of that. Like they're not they're not swayed by their internal feelings of self-doubt or, you know, the things that weigh them, weigh human beings down all the time. Like they just are free to be who they, they really are. And it's so beautiful to behold. And, um, yeah. Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah. So anything else, um, that we haven't talked about that you want to see covered on this particular journey on the podcast, because, you know, it's your time. Um, I also think I want to talk, like, uh, with someone about what it would be, what it's like to uh, be in a relationship with God and be in a relationship with someone else who does not have a relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that can be hard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, let's do it. Let's have somebody on here to talk about those things. Does that sound good? Yeah. And then, um, unlike last time, um, I'll I'll share more more about this um, after we're done recording. But if you're not here... Um, on a day we record, I'll be sure to share some of these questions when I talk with people and, um, we'll be talking about this conversation, obviously. So, um, hopefully if you're not able to join us live, you'll be able to listen later. That's the great thing about podcasting. Um, but yeah, Dagmar, I, I'm just excited to, you know, keep reading John together and, uh, you know, for you to continue to look through that window and go, man, it, I, I have to be there. I have to be there. Um, because he's just so beautiful. And um, anyway, <laughs> I'm just talking now. Just, just keep on talking. Um, the final question. Um, the Finding Something Real podcast, it's about finding something real in Christ. Um, real being an acronym for restoration, eternity authenticity and love of those different things that we can find when we come to a relationship with Jesus restoration eternity authenticity and love which stands out to you the most in your life right now and why I think the love the unconditional love part knowing someone is like a sinner at the core and still choosing to love them, choosing to love them every single day. I think that's what stands out to me the most because I'm 
as I said, I have low self-esteem, so I struggle to love myself. Um, yeah, so I think that's what stands out to me. Mm-hmm. The, the thing, like, that he could love me even though I don't love myself. Yeah, and he does. He does. So... Hang on, I'm going to talk to you more after we're done recording here. Okay, friend, uh, yay, Dakmar is back, and I'm just really grateful for you. I love you, and uh, until next time. Thank you for listening to the Finding Something Real podcast, friend. This season, we are inviting young women to join me as they share their personal stories and ask honest questions or share objections to the Christian faith. We hope to feature a different story each month and then invite Christian guests on to share from their own journeys and experiences and maybe answer some of those questions in follow-up episodes. Friend, the Bible says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I believe with all my heart that Jesus Christ is still in the restoration, eternity, authenticity, and love business. I know not everyone has experienced that, but if you're curious at all at whether there's something real to be found in Jesus, I invite you to come back next week as we continue on a journey towards finding something real in relationship with Him. Until next time.